jail, games and cartoons, some milk in my cereal. I'll be home soon to chill with my video. Games and cartoons, some milk in my cereal. I'll be home soon to chill with my video. Games, 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 games. I wish I could live in my video games. I would never come back. It's where my heroes and my villains is at. Nowadays I gotta spend my boring day at the job. Hey, hey. Yo. And welcome back to the Death Cakes Podcast, part of the No Jibba Jabba Network. Yes, sir. No Jibba Jabba FM Network. I apologize. <laughs> Gotta get that branding right. He <laughs> will be happy. Yeah. Would he, though? I'm still waiting for that cease and desist letter one of these days. Well, we've been doing this for how long and we haven't gotten it yet, so. Yeah, but we've taken a lot of hiatuses. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and all that aside, welcome back. Episode 52. Yes. And, well, we had a topic we wanted to talk about, but since we were derailed by the uh, adventures of Ice Cream Jones, (laughs) (laughs) we decided to come back and uh, talk some more about Saturday morning. Yeah, and we normally would hold that you would table that to a further to a later episode but we figured you know we just had more to say we just figured we'd just get back to it now yeah yeah let's do it while it's fresh although I will say on the topic of Ice Cream Jones not to derail us further I did see there was another commercial where he's out there at night who sells ice cream at night but a drug dealer yes I saw that one too is that is night and there's rain (laughs) who but a drug dealer would do that see (laughs) these little kids out there fiending for ice cream in the rain. Hell no. Got to make sure it's good. <laughs> Mr. Ice Cream Man. <laughs> Ice Cream Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to get uh, Billy Joe Jive on the case and solve the mystery of Ice Cream Jones. Yeah, it put him away. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> oh, but anyway, we digress. See, we're already getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, before we even started. Yeah, but um, yeah, we j- a- after we recorded and sat down and talked about it, we're like, man, there's there's other stuff that we wanted to talk about, not just uh, other cartoons which we barely touched on, but there was other serials too we kind of forgot about. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, before we get into that, I want to bring up a news story that I actually saw this week. Oh. Um, <clears throat> And it is about... Well, actually, I saw it last week, but... Um, it is about tricks. You know how cereals today, they've gone the route of the no GMOs, and a lot of them have stopped using corn syrup and and sugars and stuff? Yeah. That is what Trix did. For a long time now, Trix has been using... Um, uh, like natural flavors I think the article said turmeric and um, you know just some natural fruit fruit flavors been using natural dyes and stuff to to color the cereal and if you look at tricks now the color is a lot darker than it was back in the uh, in the 80s in the 70s 80s 90s apparently parents 
are in a friggin' uproar about it. And they have complained so much that uh, whoever makes tricks, Big G or uh, General Mills, whichever one it is, whoever makes it, has, they have come out and said that they are going to take tricks back to the original artificial flavors and colors. <laughs> so we're actually moving backwards instead of forwards when it comes to progress, and we're going to... We're going to give your kids all the artificial colors and flavors and sugars that uh, you said you didn't want your kids to have. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> Isn't that the point? <laughs> to eat better? Yeah. I mean, I talked about what happened to Apple Jacks, and I mean, I'm not happy about that, but I'm not happy that people aren't going to die from the shit. Uh, yeah. Well, see. Yeah, but we we are in the age of nostalgia and member berries and and <laughs> parents parents want that that stuff. So they are bringing back the uh, the artificial flavors and colors. Well, my question to those parents is, what are you doing still eating that shit anyway? I don't know why they're eating it. I just know what they want. You know, and, so you want to give that to your children? Yeah, good. Yeah, parents of the year you are. <laughs> Jesus Lord. Hey, they they need it. They want that Jones, that sugar high. They need that what? They need that sugar high, that Jones. No, they they're that fiending what? for it. They need that ice cream Jones. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream Jones has infected this topic. <laughs> He's sitting there behind his uh, behind his desk with, with his fingers all steepled like Mr. Burns. Excellent. Just a the matter fucking... of time before they bring back oh, ice cream cone cereal. Yeah, that's nasty. Hey, speaking of bringing back cereals, you know, and I mentioned in the uh, in the other episode where I was talking about the s'more cereal, and I said something about Taco Van and Marsha. Uh-huh. the uh, singing puffs that was actually Rocky Road cereal yeah which yeah, is, I actually used awesome. a commercial yes yes you all heard that if you heard that episode well the thing is there was a s'mores cereal though from back then and it was kind of like golden grams but chocolate flavored and then it had marshmallows in it which was badass yeah it was actually good yeah we had that yeah it was awesome and that's another one I forgot to mention too was golden grams how did I forget that that cereal is still awesome ah I can take your leave it I like I'm Golden Grams. I always liked it in uh, s'mores. You know, it was short lived, but now it's back. Uh, I think. Well, I say it's back. It's a different, um, more uh, a different uh, manufacturer. You know what I'm saying? A different company makes it, so it's not the same one. And it's s'mores with a Z, so it looks like dog food. So I never tried it, but the yeah. old school s'mores cereal from the '80s was awesome. Yeah, Brand and. Great. You know, speaking of Golden Grams, that kind of brings me to one other thing I didn't touch on, was the commercials for cereals uh, for the preteens. You know, a lot of the cereals that we talked about and the commercials or stuff, they were all geared towards your, what, 8 to 10 year old or 5 to 10 year old, you know? Yeah, but there were a group of cereals that were really marketed towards your preteens, 
and Golden Grams had those kind of commercials where it had more preteens, you know, just eating cereal and having fun and hanging out with friends. Uh, Apple Jacks. Yeah, and skateboarding. <laughs> Apple Jacks <laughs> kind of turned that way too after a while. And so yeah. did Frosted Flakes. You know, Tony yeah. the Tiger you know, was o- always helping kids, you know, uh, be good at sports and stuff by eating this, this sugar-covered cornflakes or do you remember when they did the ones where it'd be like adults hit like with their face with their faces obscured and their voices blurred saying they still love frosted flakes even though they're grown, they're grown adults oh yeah like they're giving a fucking like they're giving a fucking murder testimony or something yeah <laughs> to the police and they're like I still like frosted flakes I'm ashamed of it but I can't help it <laughs> But then there was one cereal that I love the cereal. I love it now. But the commercials made the kids that ate it seem like borderline psychopaths. <laughs> I'm talking about corn pops. <laughs> hey man, and let me let me before you go to that. I, I just want to say I I think I've snuck it into uh commercials in one of our older episodes somewhere but I remember the 80s well you know what no go ahead go ahead talk about this I'll come back around well no I, I just the the commercials it, it was always it was always a kid and in the background they'd be playing this Jaws like music you know it'd be dun 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 and then the kid be talking about how, how his little sister is bothering him and and I got all this homework and 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 Susie won't go out with me and and the music starts to swell and swell and swell and then mom comes in with a with a new box of corn pops and then tension is relieved <laughs> and then the kid goes I gotta have my pops yeah and oh, then man. at the end it co- comes in with that that uh it comes in with that stinger that doesn't because now the pops are all gone or whatever happened to the pops you know? oh my god <laughs> I remember that or like the one where like like those little um little baby brothers sitting in his high chair eating corn pops he's like it's like oh my god he got the last of the pops what am I gonna do stay calm looking around I gotta find something else gotta find something else they're tearing the kitchen apart yeah. and then little baby goes top shelf and I look up there and there's corn pops up there and then everything calms down. I gotta have my pops. And just go slamming this bowl of pops. I'm like, you were gonna strangle that kid for eating the last pops. Yeah. And see, in the 90s, we were already in that in that say no to drugs phase. So it was really making these pops seem like it's just crack. <laughs> we were fighting the war on crack and the war on pops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, though. Corn pops was an amazing fucking cereal. Did you ever eat corn Still pops? Is. Oh, yes. It yes, yes, we've had it recently too. It's awesome. Shit, I I, I got the, all these off brand not that long ago, and I ate the whole box. I didn't know they didn't know they made it off brand. Yeah, all these has an off brand for everything, but their their off brand pops are fucking fire. You know, uh, to circle back around here for a second, you know, and I know I mentioned this in the past episode too, but you brought up off brand cereals. There's two that I really enjoy. And one I've talked about before in the old episode where I was talking about the um, the uh, off-brand 
Honey Nut Cheerios that your mom always used to buy from um from was it IGA or yeah. small um uh grocery was over by you guys because I don't know what it is the texture or something like that is so is different and I don't know what it is but there's uh, Schnooks which is a chain of stores here they make their off brand you know their their house brand Schnooks um Honey Nut Toasted Oats what they call it. It tastes exactly like that. I'm like, oh my god! It takes me back. It gives me that nostalgia from like being at your place, you know, <laughs> watching these, watching these cartoons and, and and eating that cereal. But the other one I liked was okay. You know, cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. There's an off-brand by Malta Meal called Blueberry Muffin Tops. Have you ever had that? I remember it. I haven't been able to find it in a long time, but I remember at least up until about like 2012, I used to see it everywhere. That's a good cereal. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't a prop like a Kellogg's or Big G version of that. But Malto Meal was killing it with that one. Yeah. Yeah, Malto Meal has some good off-brand stuff. It, it, it tastes exactly the same, man. They just they just pull the pull the Carvel and say, you know, <laughs> this is how you make the lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom oh. Carvel, but now I'm making Malto Meal cereals. <laughs> <laughs> man yeah I, I mean I mean cereals you want cocoa puffs I'll give you cocoa puffs oh this is how you make the cocoa puffs cocoa puffs speaking of crack addicts Sonny the bird from, from cocoa puffs now that was a mascot that was on drugs <laughs> no, he was bounce. He would literally bounce off the walls and off the floor. Yeah, he's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. He, I, I, I know they don't use him anymore. But if they did, don't they? He, they don't use him I anymore. I don't think they use him in commercials anymore. He may still be on the box. That's what I meant. Yeah, I haven't seen a cereal commercial in years. But I thought, um, yeah, I thought he was still on the box though. Yeah, but. Um, as he might still be on the box, but man, <laughs> if they made commercials now, it'd basically be the Tyrone Bigum sketch from uh, Chappelle's show. Because that's basic. That's exactly what he is, man. He's just fiending for them pop or for them them uh, them. Uh, uh, what's this? It's not pop. Cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Yeah. Cocoa puffs was pretty badass. You know, actually, um, you know, we were on, we were, when we went to Kansas City, you know, the hotel we were staying in, you mm-hmm. know, had a little continental breakfast down there. Of course, you guys get the waffles and shit like that, you know, but they did have a cereal dispenser and they had Cocoa Puffs in there. I was like, yeah, I'll be taking a little bit of this. <laughs> right after I just condemned all the adults for eating tricks still. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate some Cocoa Puffs. What? You, you need to be behind that, uh, that, that, uh, light. <laughs> With your voice all distorted, yes, no, I still I eat Because I, I don't have any shame about it. <laughs> I'm telling everybody right now, I'll tell you the truth today. I ate cocoa puffs a couple months ago, and guess what? It was great. Yeah, because they're they're awesome. Oh, but you know, speaking of awesome cereals again, going back to the pops thing, yo, pop, oh, fucking pops is great. But they did those commercials. Remember the ones where the back in the '80s, where it was like. Remember how the song went? There's like something, 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 something. Just one thing to do. Gotta get pops, yeah. Gotta get 
pops you know and they're like when they say gotta get pops like right when they say pops like you see like this like the o in pops like the logo and you see that the core pop cereal come exploding at it like a cannon like gotta get pops <laughs> oh yeah pops man pops is like a violent cereal man if they were firing their cereal out of a cannon they were like they were serial killers like fiending for the next hit of it yeah, literally serial killers. These kids, these kids, they couldn't get these pops. They were getting ready to murder their parents. Like I thought, I thought the Lego my ego people were bad, man. The corn pops people, shit. Yeah, corn pops people mess you up. And uh, I know there was another. I can't think of it now. I I had it. I should have written it down. There, there was another cereal that was really geared sort of at, at the preteen level. Well, I know one, I but you, uh... Well, Go I, ahead well, and I, yours. It might be the same one. I, I, I know I one. Uh, okay, you know how checks, how they had, like, you know, there was bran checks and wheat checks and rice checks mm-hmm. and like that, and then, like, they morphed that uh, TMNT cereal, you know, out of rice checks. Do you remember that? Okay, do you remember... <laughs> <laughs> I'll say like 1990 or 91 they had Frosted Rice Tex Juniors oh and yeah this commercial like yeah this is even pre-teens but it was one of them it falls in that trap which it that early 90s random white people rapping jingle oh, where they started out and they like like chill like cool like frosted frosted rice Tex juniors <laughs> <laughs> and they had like the worst lyrics to that shit oh my god we gonna that's that's going in the break whenever we go whenever we go to break <laughs> you'll hear it then because I don't want to play it now I don't want to dig it up and play it now but that the commercials like that and like and then well that was the music in the commercial but then the commercial went like you know people skateboarding and snowboarding and all that kind of shit like it was like again it was like Jolt Cola and Surge and and I don't know what they did Sour Patch like someone's like threw a bunch of that in the glass drank it all chewed it up swallowed it and started talking about the 90s like that was that was some 90s ass <laughs> shit right there yeah man listening to Spice Girls well, goes to, well, but I can't. Well, I can't even say that because it because it predates the Spice Girls for a good like you know seven years, whatever. Let's say, listen to MC Hammer. Yeah, it it definitely be Hammer. <laughs> like chill, like cool, like frosted, frosted Rice Six Junior. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or fucking Vanilla Ice, more likely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. More like yeah. You know what? It was probably a knockoff version of Vanilla Ice that they was that, that they got to sing the song. <laughs> I think that, so, I think that cereal came out around the same time Cool as Ice was in theaters. Oh God! That's the movie we're never doing on this on the show, by the way. No, it, it was it was on Netflix back in like 2010, 20, 2009 or whatever. And I tried to watch it. I couldn't get past the first like five to ten minutes of it. Yeah, but no, that's not this podcast, so I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. But just saying, it's never you. You won't get it here. Talk to Bodega Box Office about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, but um, oh, I think that's it for my cereal for right now. Uh, yeah, that's it for now. I got some more. I'll 
probably come to mind we'll, later. We'll sprinkle we'll, it we'll, in. We'll come back around, man. We got cartoons to talk about, man. Yeah. Yeah, so before we got sidetracked last time, we were talking cartoons and talking, uh, I mean, just random stuff. But, um, was there any that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, actually, um, I've got the one on my big screen right now. It's, um, well, you know, I, was, I had Brave Star going last time, which wasn't a Saturday. This one was definitely was Saturday, and there was another one that we mailed. I think you mailed me this one. And this was, uh, this is the Dungeons and, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and actually, this one kind of goes back. Actually, we're in the, dra- in the drawing board phases of uh, Death Case Podcast. We were talking about topics we wanted to cover, and one of them was how they always had the black kid, the token black kid, but it was always like some role you didn't really want to be. Like, he was either the nerd or the, like the, or like the, the outdated hip hop um, mm-hmm. uh, archetype. And then this one, they had the girl, Diana, and she was like, everybody else is like warriors and things like that. And she's an acrobat. Of course she is. Like, what's it? Acrobat? What the fuck? Yeah, now I don't, I've never played D&D, so I don't know if an acrobat is a real... Yeah, you D&D like, people let us know if that's a thing, because I don't know what an acrobat's going to do against a dragon. I don't know either. That's what, I, I don't, I don't know if that's a real, um, now if it is... I'm sure it had a cooler name than fucking Acrobat. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it had to. But I mean, come on. But this, see, and back then, okay, this is like early '80s, man. I didn't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know anything about. I, I mean, I never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I didn't even know it was a game. I just knew that it was this cartoon where these kids were on a roller coaster ride and they ended up in another dimension. Yeah, and that happened a lot in cartoons in the '80s. Where kids get sucked into another dimension. Yeah. Like it happened in, uh. Uh. Oh, what the fuck was it? I mean, hell, Captain N? Captain N? Yeah. Uh. Beetlejuice, kind of. Although, I mean, she voluntarily went, but. Speaking of Beetlejuice, hey, good luck on that, uh, that Lego, uh, Lego Dimensions pack you sent. I will be copying that. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it. I just saw it in the store. But Lego Dimensions uh, is, is a modern game. game, but their their one off sets they, they've been doing a lot of eighty stuff. There's a there's a Mr. T one which we both have already. Yep. <laughs> there's a Knight Rider one that came out that uh, was a GameStop exclusive that I copped. Yep. Goonies. Um, the Goonies just came out, and then uh, Beetlejuice just came out. Yep. Gremlins. Gremlins, yeah, yeah. It's, I, mean, it's I would buy this uh, just on GP, man. Even if I, <laughs> even if I never played the game again, I just want those. Yeah, yeah, because they're cool as fuck. Yeah, but um, Lego is clowning. But anyway, where were uh, kids getting sucked into places? I can't think of the other ones. Yeah, that, the other topics I had, but it happened a lot with kids getting sucked into another dimension. And then having to get out Kid Video That's what I was thinking of Kid Video Yeah, yeah Stay tuned for that one Because we, we, we talk about that one In a little more In a little more detail In, the, uh, in, a, in an episode That'll be coming Down the pipe Somewhere as, as soon as I get some New software We're gonna have that Yeah Because that Ooh <laughs> That does not <laughs> Yeah, that's 
that did not age well. It doesn't, but it also it needs more than this than this episode to cover it. So, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but in, anyway, back to uh, well, you did uh, mention kid video, though. You know, it kind of reminds me there there was a show. It this kind of tie it kind of ties in both ties into that and it ties into um, remember what happened with the TNBC stuff. You know, there's one I forgot to mention, which was uh, before California Dreams came along, but after Say by the Bell. Do you remember this show called Guys Next Door? No. It was NBC. Okay. And they were trying to... Again, this is NBC, like, early on, they were really trying to push for this a long time ago before they ever got it off the ground. But they were trying to... Uh, yeah, after Say by the Bell, they had the show. It didn't last long. It was a sketch show called Guys Next Door and it was like this I guess they were a comedy group like several guys and it's all it's all sketch comedies you know kind of you know teen and tween oriented jokes and things like that but then they also put out a CD or at least they definitely made a music video of some sort oh which yeah which is like you know Kid Video did the same thing cause there was music in the show too so I guess they were trying to trying to cross brand them both so there was that, but I didn't. I didn't really like the show very much, so I only watched it a couple times, and then it went away anyway. So, yeah, like most of these shows did. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, now that, that was teen. That was NBC, though. They were. I mean, this is like because I want to say this was like 1990 or nine. Yeah, definitely like 19. Because Sailor Bell was 89. This was 1990, like a year later. They were trying to push those cartoons out and go to that teen format, like all the way back then. They just didn't get off the ground. Yeah, they were. They were the first ones to try and do the whole. Uh, teen market thing. Yeah. Try and corner the uh, the teen market before anyone else did. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... I like, I, like, like we said before, that really sort of spelled the uh, downfall of, of Saturday morning cartoons which, when that stuff started happening. Yeah. But, um... Back to... to uh, Dungeons and Dragons real quick. Hey, look! A Dungeons and Dragons ride! Wow! Neat! Give me a break! I don't like this! Whoa! What's happening? Where are we? Look out! Fear not, stranger! Barbarian, magician, thief, cavalier, and acrobat. Who was that? That was Venger, the force of evil. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. You read um, some of the the stuff from like Gary Gygax, the guy who created Dun- Dungeons and Dragons, and then other people who who played the game and and you know even made the game. They all said said that this show was uh, pretty damn accurate to what the actual game was. Really, like all all of the monsters and stuff were were monsters from the actual game it didn't take a lot of liberties to uh 
you know, spice it up for TV or anything. Really? I, yeah, I, they, they said wow. it was a pretty accurate uh, sort of representation of of uh, the game. Well, that's interesting, you know, because honestly, I've always kind of wondered, you know, what they thought of that, or like what people who played the game, or the guy who made the, you know, Gygax, whatever, who made the game, what they thought of it, you know. Yeah. But, like, huh, it, it, it wasn't a, a straight-up name, name-jacking, uh, you know, cash grab. They actually, you know, all, all of the monsters are monsters that are actually in the, in the manual for Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons and okay yeah they they did it proper which is kind of cool gotcha but yeah so I mean this show was around when I was a kid and I watched I watched sometimes I didn't always tune in you know I watched it pretty religiously I I watched it every time it it was on Uh, if you if you don't know it is a show about five kids who get on the Dungeons and Dragons amusement park ride and they're on there, and they get sucked into another world where uh, they actually become Dungeons and Dragons characters, and they have to uh, find their way home with the help of of the Dungeon Masters, this little Yoda-looking guy who um, would would give them vague clues for them to sort of. It was kind of like Quantum Leap, where they would get sort of vague clues on what to do, and, and the Dungeon Master would push them towards, um, you know, helping people or some goal. Okay. You know? But then, I, the the show ended before they actually got home, even though the, there were a couple episodes when they actually made it home and then decided to go back to save somebody. Uh, I want to say that I read somewhere, read an interview or something, that they were actually going to... Oh, I think it was um, Retro Blasting, the channel on YouTube. Oh, they yeah. They did yeah. an episode about the show, and I think they said that uh, the creators of the show had it so... Or were going to reveal that they could have gone home anytime they wanted to. But the dungeon master was kind of playing them basically to keep them there. Ah oh, man, now that's but, crazy. Oh, yeah, that was a cool it. show. Wow, I would have liked to see that whole angle play out. Yeah, yeah, but I think it only lasted one season. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, because they've got the one complete season on on DVD for like five bucks at uh yep. on Amazon. Yeah, and you sent me that copy, you know, in exchange or. Uh, yeah, it was like again, folks. We there was this time where we just kept finding these these compilations in like Walmart bins and all these random places, and so we buy a couple and then mail one to each other. You know, I mail one to Jay or Jay will mail one to me. Be like, hey, do you have Hey Vernon's Ernest? Well, okay, I got it. I'll get it for you. You know, or, or you know, Dungeons and Dragons. I think you found Dungeons and Dragons and then sent me that copy. Yeah, yeah or yeah, cops or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you I'm don't see them. Cops, yeah, yeah, you don't see them in the wild much anymore. It seems like they're all on Amazon now. Well, because I mean, not many places places sell DVDs in the wild anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, one other one show I, I want to talk about before we jump to break here, real quick, is well, actually, a series of three shows. Um. And they were all 
but like I said in our PBSO, I I was a big reader when I was a kid, so yeah. I watched the shit out of Reading Rainbow. But then there was, well, no, I guess it's it's two shows, but it had, one, one had two different hosts. Um, I I read a lot as a kid, and then so I'd watch shows like Reading Rainbow during the week, and then on the weekends, I would watch um, either CBS Story Break. Which awesome. that was that was the one hosted by Bob Keishan, aka uh, Captain Kangaroo. Did I <laughs> and, tell you about how we <laughs> we didn't realize that that was the same guy, or we did? We're like, he looks just like Captain Kangaroo. Because yeah, he, he told it on one of our episodes. Okay, well, tell it again for anybody who hasn't heard that one, but. Yeah, we he he would show up on there. He would introduce himself as Captain Kangaroo. He introduced himself as Bob Keishan. And so we're like, that Bob Keishan, he looks just like Captain Kangaroo. And as my mom or my dad said, he is Captain Kangaroo, but his real name is Bob Keishan. On this show, he doesn't use Captain. Like, oh, okay. So then we watched Captain Kangaroo because they were showing that on um, on PBS. And we're like, hey, it's the Bob Keishan show. And so, like, Captain Kangaroo. So, like, the theme song was like, here comes Captain Kangaroo. We'd be like, here comes Bob Keishan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, CBS Story Rate would take a book and it would, you know, condense the book down basically into a half hour show. Yeah. Um, and,. For story break, it, it, it would condense it into a half-hour show. There was another show on ABC called... What was that show called? I can't remember the name ABC of the show, but it had... It had OG Beadmore. Yeah, was it a, had OG Beadmore. A cat living in a... Uh, a dumpster. Or a... Uh, a, what's, you know, what I'm talking, uh, a junkyard. Junkyard, yeah. And then he would tell. He would, with the with the other OGs. Yeah. <laughs> Probably hung out with Ice Cream Jones. Yeah, and he would tell stories, or which would basically also be an animated version of a uh, book. But I want to say that with the OG weekend Google, specials. Yeah, weekend specials, that's what it was. But with the OG Readmore one, they would actually break it into two parts. Like, if they they wouldn't condense a book into one episode. It, it would be two episodes sometimes. Yeah. Depending on the book. But, I mean, that show got me into reading uh, How to Eat Fried Worms and Binocula. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and a couple other books that that I I got into. Oh, there's this book. Is like a what was it? Oh, it was called Ratha's Creature. It was about the saber tooth tiger that. Fell I remember fire. that. Yeah, yeah and I remember. I remember watching that, and then I found the book at the library, and I read the book, and then the book got into some stuff that. I don't know would be appropriate for kids. I never, I never read the book, but I remember the the cartoon, the Rathos creature. Yeah, because you know she had this. It, there, there was a lightning storm, and it struck some wood, and it made fire. And so, 
she found that this like flaming stick and became chief of her clan, her little clan of uh, saber-toothed tigers. But then there there was a part of the book is you know she got ostracized and then she came back into the fold and then one of the other uh, saber-toothed tigers wanted to mate with her and it didn't get graphic, but it got too graphic for a eight-year-old kid, so he wanted to start asking questions. <laughs> so, huh? I was saying, go to your parents and ask them what mating is. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, those shows—that was like your educational portion of of the Saturday morning, but. It's yeah, still it made always, right, and it was always toward the end. Yeah, yeah, because it it would always be either weekend specials on ABC, or uh, it would be the two hours of of uh, Looney Tunes, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour on CBS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and, and there was a time where I wasn't into Looney Tunes, so it was like, oh God, well. I'm watching one of these. <laughs> yeah. They weren't bad. I mean, it depended on the week, too. You know, some of them had... Some of them were kind of crappy. But... Yeah. And now that I'm, week, I'm thinking about it, I think some of the weekend special stories were live-action ones. But I Sometimes, because I'll get to that in a second here. But you just... You were talking about OG Reed more, because he was... He also did the interstitials between a lot of the ABC stuff. Mm-hmm. And depending on what era... Of animation they were using, he had a different voice. Yeah, like one was like a real dopey voice, and the other one was more like. <laughs> so yeah. Sometimes he sounded like a uh, uh, Tigger from Winnie the yeah. Pooh. Yeah, yeah, it sounded kind of like the same Tigger. laugh and everything. Yeah, but either way, um, again, that paid for pay for a certain golden toilet. <laughs> oh, really? Was that Welker? That was him. Both both voices. Yep. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, because yeah, because OG Readmore was just one of those uh, Saturday morning. Oh, that brings up another topic I've been wanting to talk about. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay, Saturday mornings in the '80s and early '90s, they always had animated um, interstitials between cartoons where yeah. they would talk about you know either eating right or reading or whatever. So OG Readmore w- was there, you know, talking about reading is is fundamental, basically. Then you had the food guys, like, like a timer, that little orange yeah. blob, you know. <laughs> and you've heard those in past episodes a lot. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Look, a wagon you know, wheel. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I think about that episode a lot. I know you're gonna be pissed, but you know what? This is this is great. This is there's uh those that, that episode of Wayans Brothers where they found the old tapes of uh John Witherspoon, you know, pops when he used to be in that uh, that duo group called the Temptones, and it was that his <laughs> song was when my love goes bang bang bang. Oh lord! <laughs> so he comes out like bang bang bang. I'm like. <laughs> Bang, bang, bang. 
man. Oh, my twins, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but timer was always, with my 10-gallon hat feeling 5-gallon fried, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yep. <laughs> Time for timer. Then the other one, it, you know, um, a more popular one would, would be Schoolhouse Rock. You know. See, now, that, were they... Because Schoolhouse Rock was a full-on show back in the 70s, but by then they were, like, just chopping them and putting them in interstitials, right? Yeah. Yeah, they chop them up and play them, you know, in between cartoons. Because I remember when they put that back out on DVD, I'm like, this was a show? Like, the whole thing? Like, uh... And I'm Catrice, who I worked with over there at uh, Circuit City. I remember she's like, don't be dissing Schoolhouse Rock now. I'm like, she was older than, you know, maybe like five years on me. <laughs> hey, don't be dissing Schoolhouse Rock. I'm like, no, I'm just saying. I don't remember this being a show. I just remember it being like, 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 you know, in between shows, like little bumpers and like that, you know. But nah, I guess it was a full on show. I mean, I know that now, but, you know, at that moment, I didn't. Yeah, no, it, it was his own show, but then they, they chopped him up and, um, one other one that they that they they had that that blows my mind and I'm gonna play it right here. Don't pout, check it out. Zach's gonna show you what works about. It's the mouth, it's the mouth. I am the future knob. Without a job, without a job. I am the future knob. What can I do? No need to panic, no need to get scared. You can make the future by being prepared. What do I like to do? What jobs are suited to me? I like to skate. I like to go bowling. But my favorite hobby is cutting and sewing. You can get going. Plan a business sewing. It's your job. It's your job. Your future job. There are many jobs you can train for. Seamstress tailor, costume designer, alterations, pattern maker. I am the blob, the future blob. It's no blob when you plan for a job. Don't be afraid. Make a career and get paid. Do your job, do your job. Plan for a future job, and you won't see the mean of future job. Yes, that is that is none other than the than uh, Luther Vandross with, with uh, his animated character, Zach of all spades, and he's telling you to, to study and get a job or end up oh, like the future Lord. block. What the fuck, man? And that was the seventies. That wasn't even the eighties. So what was the what was the deal there? No, that was the eighties. This is the early eighties, nineteen eighty-five. Was it okay? I thought okay. Well, all right, Coke then. Yeah, yeah. It was was (laughs) future Bob. I'm the future Bob. (laughs) God, man, the eighties were just the. I mean, oh god, the eighties, man. Yeah, I don't I'll go take a walk through how big was right he? Now. 85 did he have any songs out in 85 that he yeah, had yeah. let's I mean, see Luther Van for a second while I look this well while he's doing that I'm gonna go back to like you know we're talking about um, weekend special slash story break and uh, like I said the story break was hosted by Bob Keeshan slash Captain Kangaroo it eventually got he eventually um was usurped by Malcolm Jamal Warner in the mid '90s, but uh, okay. I remember the story had- breaks or the the uh, my bad. Let me let me just finish this real quick. Um, the you were talking about. Well, you know what? No, no, no. You go ahead. I'll come back around with this. I just was he he was four albums deep in 1985. Yeah, I was gonna say he was around. I knew the name. 
because I remember yeah. my mom was like, when uh, I was like maybe eighty nine when he had a new album out and he got in the fat again, and my mom was like, he can't, he's like, he doesn't know what he wants to be. He's, he lost all his weight and he's getting fat again. Like, <laughs> but everybody seems to have liked Fat Luther though. They said there was more, there was more air. Like it's more, there's more, uh, more bass. I don't know about all that, but that's what people say. They said Fat Luther is better than Skinny Luther, but hey. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, uh, you were saying about Bob Keeshan show. Well, I was talking about the, uh, uh, not that one though, the, the weekend specials. Cause you were saying that some of them were live action and yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember any of them. I mean, I'm sure there were, but the only one I can think of right now was that, uh, uh the mouse and the motorcycle. And, and all oh, those sequels, yeah. when they do those, those are my favorite. Because that one and the Runaway Ralph, and then Ralph S. Mouse, which, uh, those are all Roald Dahl uh, books, by the way. Uh, I remember they came out with Ralph S. Mouse. It was the first time I heard about it, anyway, was in uh, 91. I was in fourth grade. And then about a year later on Weekend Specials, they did a Ralph S. Mouse, uh, you know, uh, Weekend Special. Mm hmm. But yeah, that was like a, it was a half hour or hour long. Yeah, I think the weekend specials were. Well, no, it depended. So, sometimes they're an hour, and sometimes they were half an hour. Yeah, either way, it was like right before they go to golf. Yeah. ABC was all about that PGA. Yeah, it was either golf or uh, bowling. Bowling, yeah, yeah, or, or um, Formula One. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Which I like none of them, but that's where it went. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll talk some more about these random shows. All right. All right. See you on this end. your cereal and let's get going. Coming! Oh no, that kid took the last box of Kellogg's Corn Pops. Stay calm. Uh, sir, you're out of Corn Pops. Liz, just pick something. Pick something? I want my Corn Pops. Oh, I could be at home eating all the Pops I want, but I'm stuck in the woods on some stupid family vacation and that little weasel took the last box. Ah! Nice day. Yes, I love the woods. Kellogg's Corn Pops is part of this complete breakfast. I gotta have my Pops. Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> oh, howdy, partner. Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. <laughs> when my ten-gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Come <laughs> on! 
Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I anchor for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or anytime I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slabber slice a chunk of, a sniker day is a winner, and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! Like chill, like cool, like frosted. Frosted Rice Chex Juniors. It's the hottest, it's the coolest, it's the nowest. I got frosted checks right here, you see? It says F-R-O-S-T-E-D. Like chill, like cool, like frosted. Frosted Rice Chex Juniors. Spot of this complete breakfast. Awesome. You can pop them in your mouth and you can spoon yours. Spoon yours. Spoon yours. Like chill, like cool, like frosted. Frosted Rice Chex Juniors. He'll never find us out here. My name's Ice Cream Jones. With cereal called Ice Cream Cone. Never find us. A crunchy new cereal for breakfast with a great taste of Ice Cream Cone. Little cones and puffs that taste like vanilla ice cream cones or chocolate chip. The crunchy part of this nutritious breakfast. He found us. As sure as my name's Ice Cream Jones, I'll bring the great new taste of Ice Cream Cones. New Ice Cream Cone cereal. I know it's wrong, but I can't resist it. Kellogg's Frosted Flakes just for kids? Sure, I look in control, but inside lurks a man that would strap that box on like a feed bag. Frosted Flakes have the taste adults have grown to love. They're great! All right. So, you know, we got off, we were before the break, we were talking about like these, these uh, later morning story time shows. Um, which just it shook loose a couple other things, man. There was a um, there was a show on ABC, which I think that alternated with um, with weekend specials. It was called A Likely Story. I want to say like maybe '92, and it was like it was this, this husband and wife duo and a bunch of kids, not their kids, but they rode around with a bunch of kids in this van and they travel, but then they tell stories. you remember that one is it like goosebumps but not scary no with telling stories no no it would be like it's more like oh what's a I can't think of what to compare it to but it was kind of like they go around they played music I think they played music too and sang songs but then they also did stories and this is like I always hated when this was on because this is like the barneyfication of Mm. like these story these these story time shows yeah yeah so with the, with, with the public domain songs you can sing yeah that. yeah shit like that yeah exactly John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt oh god yeah. <laughs> Juan Paco Pedro De La Mar for uh anybody who grew up in California <laughs> shout out to my cousins Mike and Nick <laughs> I'm over to St. Louis singing that shit. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay. There's that one. And there was the one on CBS. Remember Gator Tales? Yeah. Was that, I think that was a local show, though. That was the St. Louis it, local show, I'm pretty sure. It may have been. And I don't know if we talked about this before, but it was a, um, a gator puppet named Grouchy. And he sat behind this, you know, behind this little set. And they had a um, storyteller. He come and you know, tell like maybe three, uh, two or three stories, 
per episode, depending on how on the length and with the uh, live kid audience. And uh, do with a lot of expression and voices and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I've seen episodes of it. But um, the, uh, I'll see the original host. It was uh, uh, Bobby Norfolk, right? Black guy? Yeah. Because I know a woman took over after that, after he left the show. But Bobby Norfolk, he actually came to our uh, elementary school. He actually came to our um, came to our school a couple times for like assembly and told stories. You know that was pretty cool. Yeah, he was a that that was a local show. I'm almost positive. Okay, kind of so like guess... that uh, DB's delight uh, <laughs> game show we talked about on episode. 15. <laughs> DB's delight. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh! Hey, hey, hey! But but breaking the cycle, Grouchy Gator was not a scary puppet like most of uh, St. Louis puppets, like DB and letter people no i think you actually buy those puppets at the store i think that's what they did they bought it they bought a legitimate puppet from a store and put a, a fisherman's hat on it <laughs> oh they said hey stop building scary puppets st louis yeah. <laughs> go just buy yourself one stop buying puppets from satan just use it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just use <laughs> oh god but uh, oh, one, one show that I I keep wanting to bring up and I keep forgetting about it, and I'm going to do it now. Um, in the early 2000s, we got a lot of great Marvel cartoons. Um, well, e- even in, in the early 90s, we had we had Spider-Man, though it's not really my favorite. We had Spider-Man, we had X-Men. Um, those were two great Marvel cartoons. Of course, DC was was killing the the comic book um, cartoon game between Batman and Superman. Hey, uh, I'd like to jump jump in for a second here. Um, Completely off topic, but going back to Gator Tales, you know the puppeteer, the guy who worked on the puppets for Gator Tales, he actually worked on DB's Delight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Doug Kincaid. Might have been the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Might have been the same voice guy. Anywho. But anyway. Um, and then in the early 2000s, Marvel kind of had a resurgence with uh, um, X-Men. What was great? With, there's Wolverine and the X-Men, which was good, but then they had that... That was way later, though. Yeah, they had, had that the Teenage X-Men. I forget the name of that one. That was like Evolution. late 90s. Yeah, Evolution was late 90s. Um, there was a Hulk cartoon that was actually a Sunday morning cartoon on the UPN that was really good. I was going to say I don't remember seeing that, and that's because UPN wasn't carried here for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and by the time UPN was in St. Louis, uh, they, they had already canceled the show. But um, one show that was on Saturday, so it's just complete garbage, was The Avengers. I've never oh, seen that is hot heard, garbage. <laughs> I've only heard tell of how bad it was. I've luckily never seen it. Yeah, because this was at the time, you know, if you don't know, um, well, you you probably do, because everyone knows the troubles that Marvel had in the 90s and they sold all the character rights to all these different places and that's why 
you don't see the X-Men and the Fantastic Four in Avengers movies and why why it was such a huge deal that Spider-Man ended up in uh, in Avengers in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe it's because because Marvel sold off all of the rights to all these different characters to different companies. Well, Does they that made go this... all the way back to that? Like even with these cartoons? Yeah, it happened in the ni- in like the late nineties or like mid nineties is when they they went back bankrupt and they sold all this shit away. Wow! And so they made this Avengers cartoon, but they I don't know it. I don't know if it was a rights thing though, or if they made this choice on purpose. But it did not include the big three. It was an Avengers show. Because <laughs> they, they had the Iron Man show that had... Um, I remember that. The Iron Man show basically had, had the Avengers West Coast lineup. You know, it had Spider-Woman, uh, uh, War Machine, Hawkeye was on that one. And then this, uh, this new Avengers show came out. And it had Hawkeye, Ant-Man, Wasp, Tigra... One more, I can't remember. I think, but they never. It didn't have the big three. Didn't have Captain America, Thor, or Iron Man. I don't even think they cameoed. They they showed them in silhouette at the end of the at the end of the uh, the theme song. The end of the opening credits. It would be the the silhouette of the big three in the back, really big, and then it'd be the Avengers, you know, standing in front. And they made some bullshit. Uh, excuse for, for why they weren't there, but this show, oh, it was Vision was the other one. This show was hot garbage because they put all of the Avengers in these like they would be in regular clothes, and then when it was time to fight, they'd have these. All of them would have these like mech suits on, with the exception <laughs> of Tiger, because in in the seventies and eighties, Tigra, who's like this half Tiger, half woman. I, I don't think they really use much in modern comics right now, if at all. But you know, her her character was always drawn just in a bikini. So th- this one, she had it wasn't a bikini, but it was like shorts and a tank top. But even that would get armor on it, <laughs> if that makes sense. And then she had these big gauntlets on, and. I don't know what they were trying to do with, with fucking Hawkeye, but they gave him this gruff, like, Wolverine voice. And, like, his thing was that he just wanted a decent cup of coffee, so every episode he was complaining about needing coffee. Wow. But that show was hot, hot garbage. Well, I can say I'm glad I never saw this, because. I mean, they turned it around in the 90s when, uh,. Or in in the 2000s when the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes came out, that shit yeah, was fire. That... <laughs> and then they canceled it. Yeah, uh, you know, but that's way later. I'm talking about this old one. Like, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Th- this first one was hot garbage. The second one, the middle one was really good, and then the one that's on now, it sucks starting out. But then I think people are starting to like it now. But okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. So, okay. So, I remember 
was like 91 or 92 they came out with the they, that Mother Goose and Grimm was a, com, you know, it was a comic strip that I remember they turned that into a series for a while kind of back to back with Garfield and Friends mm-hmm. not as good but it was there um, but then I can't believe we didn't mention this before uh, I was talking about Bump in the Night it came on back to back with Bump in the Night fucking reboot oh yeah reboot was the shit at least back then. Yeah, I mean, well, it was one. I mean, it, it it was, you know, it was on the ground floor. You know, what I'm saying one yeah. of the early like all CGI TV shows. I'm not yeah. counting that Crash Dummy show because that sucked. And it, there's only a couple episodes anyway. Yeah, reboot was the first show from Mainframe Entertainment. They they were a Canadian company that um, made cartoons, and it was basically. It's basically like Tron. Yeah. Where where inside your computer, all of these um, sprites and bits and everything were actual living creatures. And there was one uh, called a Guardian, who was basically like your virus software. And he, he was uh, assigned to this new new system, this new PC. And, um, you know, basically the, the user in, installed virus software onto the PC, but, you know, they, they gave it this whole grand thing where he, he, he got his assignment from, from headquarters and had to work in this PC now. And, um, if the, when looking at it now, especially the first season, the computer animation is terrible. Sure it is. It it got better as time went on, but um, it had incredible voice acting. It had um, Ian Corlett, who, who does a lot of voices. He he was the voice of Bob, um, but it, the main one was Tony J was the voice of Megabyte. And yeah. if, if you don't know who, who Tony J is. Uh, not the original movie of Jungle Book, but anything Jungle Book related from like the early 80s to basically when he died, he was Shere Khan. That sort of British sounding regal voice. That, that's Tony J. And, and I mean, that, that show was just really great. And the, the premise was, you know, this virus megabyte was trying to infect the computer. But then at the same time, the user would start playing video games on his, uh, on the computer. Right. And so when that happened, you know, all, all these alarms in the city would, would go off and it said game or a uh, GameCube coming or something yeah, like that. Incoming game. Yeah. And this giant cube would descend on a part of the city. And then as the virus software, Bob had to go into the game and they did a lot of really clever spoofs of, of popular games. Yeah. Like, I know they did a, a, a like a Wolfenstein type game once. And, you know, just, just a lot of, the, I think there may have even been a Toy Story ripoff game. <laughs> Because that it, it was around the same time that Pixar was was uh, starting to make movies. Yeah, I don't know if I remember that, but I definitely remember like the Doom, 
uh, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein type game. Yeah, and you know it it lasted maybe I think three or four seasons, and it was on Saturday mornings for I think two of the seasons, and then the second season ended in a cliffhanger, and it went to syndication, full syndication, and I think ended up on USA Network or Sci-Fi Channel for the rest uh, of its run. And that must be how I lost track of it. Yeah, yeah, because later in the it, it was on Sci-Fi Channel. Now I think about because I would watch because it came on like early in the morning on weekdays, and when, when I was getting ready for school, I'd get up early enough to watch it. Yeah, but um, you know, as, as the internet became a thing, they in internet they introduced this like Silver Surfer type dude just called Surfer and he was from the internet and it was just a big deal that, that the city got the internet and stuff yeah but that brings to mind something that I had wanted to bring up to you that I kind of forgot but they about two years ago Mainframe which has been it's had shuttered itself but then uh, is reopening under another name announced that Reboot was coming back right now I was going to mention that whenever you were done talking because they said it was coming back but then I haven't heard anything else since then oh they they released a uh, a, a synopsis and I, I think maybe a trailer was attached um I want to bring up another syndicated show that I know we've talked about because it's basically the exact same thing uh Samurai Superhuman Cyber Squad. Now, was that... I remember that being weekday mornings. Is that show on Saturdays? No. But it is the exact same premise. Oh, same premise. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it is partly live action with four kids that are, are chosen to get downloaded into a computer to become guardians for the system. And they fight viruses and games and stuff. Yeah, well, that's how it started anyway. I remember at some point, even the fucking lunch lady could jump into the game. I'm like, okay, this this show. <laughs> no, I this is like the premise for. This is the premise for the new reboot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you talking about Cyber Squad. I'm like, that's no. No, this is this is the premise for reboot. Four kids get cho- chosen. Live action. They get chosen to be shoved into the computer and then I think it, it switches to computer graphics but then I think they're wearing like Power Ranger type suits wow. and they are uh, they're fighting in the system well I mean I would like to see it happen I mean I don't like I said I haven't heard anything else about it since then and I mean since it doesn't you know we're, Tron 3 is still either dead or up in the air Nice See, yeah, it. there is actually a trailer out. Okay. Uh, See, the new show, new show is called Reboot: The Guardian Code. I always wanted to call it Reboot, Reboot. <laughs> yeah, but that's like what's three, going. Three fast, three furious. I want, I want that, I wanted oh, that to happen. And I would have seen the movie on GV if they called it that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mainframe, you know, a- after reboot, they went on to make uh, uh, Beast Wars, and which was dope. Yeah, which was dope. And then um, 
which was a syndicated show until well actually the whole run was syndicated but then Fox Kids got at the rights and they re-ran the I think they only re-ran like the last season and then of course since Fox had the rights they ran the new series slash fourth season of Beast Wars which was Beast Machines which was divisive for the Transformers uh, uh, fandom some people liked it some people didn't but I, I, I think it has at least the show has stood the test of time uh, the toys aren't great but that's a Hasbro problem but yeah, yeah. but that yeah. show the original reboot if you can find it on DVD which I know it's out that was, that was a good show yeah I would like to see that again too I mean I know that graphically it'd be something that kind of kind of hard to go back and watch just because that early CGI just doesn't age well but um, I always liked the premise of the show and I always thought that, you know, I always thought it was cool yeah and like I said when, when they would be playing games the the parodies of, of real games were pretty damn clever most of the time yeah yeah man well I have one more I want to bring up and I don't know if you remember this um, cause honestly I didn't I know Funhouse which is you know the uh, game show we talked we were talking about hosted by J.D. Roth I know that aired on Saturdays until they started showing it on weekday mornings, but I know we talked about that back on our game show episode way early on, so I don't want to go back to that. Uh, but do you remember some show called Roller Games? And it came on like either right before or right after. Like it was re- real short lived. And it came on right before or right after uh, WWF? No. It's the roller derby show, you know, whereas, like, they go, and, I mean, you know, it's roller derby, but it was state, you know, it was more, it was like wrestling, it was like televised, choreographed fighting, you know what I'm saying, they weren't actually going around beating each other up for real. Was it kids? No, it was, it was, it was adults. Oh. And I don't mean... And uh, there was a show in the late 90s called Roller Jam that came on, like, on Spike TV. Not that one. There was a... It was called Roller Games. And in fact, there was a... I want to say it was a reboot of an older show. Because there was a pinball machine based on it that I think came before that show ever came out, which is actually a really kick-ass pinball. Uh, shout out to Phone with Bonus. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, vague memories about it. I just want to know if you remember it or not. And I didn't bother looking up information because, I mean, I mean, what is it? It's roller derby. I mean, what, what more can you say? Right. But, yeah, it came on either right before or right after WWF Wrestling on Saturday mornings. And I remember seeing it one time like, oh, this is kind of, this is weird. And I would just kind of had it on because, like I said, it's either led into or, 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 the, or the lead into wrestling, which I was going to watch. But then... And it just went off the air, and I, you know, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, there you go. That's pretty much all I got as far as, like, a lot of the Saturday morning uh, lineup, man. I mean, we touched on it a lot back in 15, and we covered a lot last time, and I was this one's kind of filling in those blanks. Yeah. Yeah, which I think, uh... I know there's more Saturday morning stuff that we're forgetting and we'll revisit if sure. nothing else more just uh, 
more you know, themed. Kind of, right. Yeah, or mention it in passing, you know, in some of the future yeah. episodes. Because we go off on tangents a lot, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so let's bring it let's bring it back to the serials, man. I got a couple more that I definitely remember from back then. Do you remember Cinnamon Mini Buns? Yes. Yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it fucking fire? Oh, that stuff was crack. That was I mean, you awesome. talk about crack, that stuff's crack. Look, man, I remember when they first launched that, that serial... And um, in the post dispatch, you know, like I don't, I don't really see this. You know, I don't think this happens anymore. There's no such thing as paper routes anymore, is there? Yeah. I mean, you like paper people delivered. Okay, maybe so. I mean, I just don't see. I just don't see papers like littering the streets anymore, like I used to. You know, in the little plastic bags. But uh, I remember. Do you remember this ever happened where like the Sunday paper would come in, but they would be like sample products in there, like. Like a little sample, sample oh, pouch yeah. of Tide or something like that, or yeah. they had a sample sample boxes of cereal, and they had samples of cinnamon mini buns in there. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking awesome. So like, we were going down the street, like going around picking up uh and and, and jacking the samples out of other people's uh, newspapers. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that just sparked them. <laughs> that just sparked something, which I don't yeah. think they have anymore. Do you remember the the Big G Fun Packs? Yeah. Where they were? Do do they still have those? Where they'd pack they like five them. five six cereal five like quote unquote individual servings of cereal. They sure as hell do. I see them. And Man. like, if you open it in a certain way, I mean, we never did this, but there was a certain instruction where you could open up the cereal and the uh, liner and make the box into a bowl. I said, yeah, that's too much. That, that's too much playing. Just pour the shit in the bowl. Yeah, but it was fucked up because there would there would never be like an equal amount to each cereal, man. It depended on it, what was in there. Yeah, not the pops. <laughs> There's always just one one box of pops in there. Oh, and that's what you mean. I thought you mean. Oh, okay, yeah. It'd be a fucking because it it would be you know like two things of Fruit Loops and two things of of Smacks or Honey Crisp, two things of Frosted Flakes, one thing of Pops and one thing of Rice Krispies. Well, see, it, well, but was that a problem for you? I mean, other than the fact that you probably wanted more Pops. I mean, but see, you were essentially an only child. I mean, yeah, you had older siblings, but they were growing up the house, or at least if they were home, they weren't going to eat that. Yeah, well, but I the only time that, that I had to call it or fight <laughs> get, to, yeah. get the one we wanted. Well, yeah, well, the only time I, I had those was, was when I was, you know, camping with Cub Scouts, and so there's a oh, fight oh. there too. You better believe I'm fighting because, because, <laughs> actually, there there were two versions. That there's either like the fun cereal fun pack, or there's the healthy one with like raisin yeah. brand and Cheerios, yeah, plain Cheerios too, yellow box Cheerios. You better get that tiny little box out of my face, man! You. <laughs> oh yeah. So just so, so tell the truth. Did you? Did you? Did you strangle anybody over the corn pops? And leave them like buried behind a tent. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> I I, I will say. I, corn pops. I will say there was a time when I. I. Uh, you know, because all six boxes came, you know, 
like plastic wrapped. And I will say there was a time when I'd take a, a knife and I'd cut that plastic wrap up and I'd slip that pops out. <laughs> I'll, slip, I'll slip that out and I'll just put it somewhere. You throw it in your in your uh, knapsack. Mm-hmm. That's mine. <laughs> Open it up when you get back home like it was never I don't know what happened to the pops. <laughs> Somebody took the pops. They called Billy Joe Jive. <laughs> I gotta have my pops. Oh God. Yeah, that one. Ain't no uh, honeycombs. You know, everybody loves honeycombs. I didn't like that one that much. I didn't like honeycombs either. Yeah, see, there you go. See, I wasn't a fan. I didn't get the get the appeal. Um, I mentioned okay, cinnamon mini buns. Okay, now here's one that really sucked. And this was later. This is like probably mid '90s. By the time I started to age out of this kind of crap, but there was one called Hidden Treasures. <laughs> Did you ever have that or, or remember seeing it? No. It looked. It was like these little corn pillow things, little tiny little pillows. And some of them were empty, but some of them had hidden treasures in them. And what these hidden treasures are was this like was this fill. It was like this this green or I mean uh, this, I mean that green uh, purple or pink or red. Like fruit goop in the middle of them. But some of them were empty. Some of them were just crunchy. Other ones had the goop in there. Goop filling. That just sounds disgusting. It was disgusting. And my brother had to have it. And so, because this thing, okay, so the point was like, uh, my mom, she was coupon clipping like a motherfucker back in those days. And you get like a, a dollar off or dollar fifty off when you buy two of these cereals on this list and so like okay here's the deal you get one healthy one and one one sweet one mm-hmm. and so Hidden Treasures was on that list and we didn't want it my brother had to have it he's like we want to we'll get Hidden Treasures we didn't want it like it. finally it came like a couple weeks later he got it he's like okay I'm just gonna get it this time like, god damn okay he got it and of course it sucked <laughs> well I'm looking at pictures now yeah, even, even the even the mascot looks all ratchet. Yeah, it's like a little like alien. Junk, what is junk robot thing? I don't know. Yeah, I remember right. I don't know. Yeah, don't eat. Don't don't ever. Well, I say don't eat it, dude. Like you, like you could fight it if you please. Oh, you know uh, what it kind of looks like? It looks like. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if they still make it or not, but the the frosted mini wheats. And then the, they had a version of the frosted mini wheats with like strawberry in the middle. It looks yeah. like. Kinda. But Kinda. I think the Frosted Mini Wheats are better. <laughs> Even though I, I hate Frosted Mini Wheats. One other. Really? You didn't like Mini Wheats? No. I love Mini Wheats. Like, oh man. See, because we even like Shredded Wheat. Like back in the, uh, in the in the yellow box with the big, the big block of it. Yeah, no, I hate that stuff. My mom used to buy it all the time. So we get it and then like throw some sugar on it. it was, we liked it. So the mini wheats was cool, but okay. Do you remember? Since you mentioned that, do you remember mini wheats used to come in a red box, and then there was an orange box, which is bite-sized mini wheats? Because like mini wheats used to be like maybe two or three inches long, and then they have the little tiny squares, those little bite-sized version. Now that red box version is gone, and now all the mini wheats are just those those bite-sized. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't that. remember when that went out, but I noticed that, huh? Like I wonder when they changed that. But I remember these two bigger. Yeah, I was a fan of Frosted Mini Wheats. Uh, and then, okay, you were about to say something? Well, I was not about that. I was going to say something about something else. 
Oh, okay. Because um, I got I got one more cereal. Are you talking about cereals? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Do yours. I'll save this one. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I want to talk about two alternative versions. Uh, like I said last time, I hated Captain Crunch, but fucking Crunch Berries are oh, fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and, one thing I meant to bring up, too. Go ahead. In, like, the late 80s, early 90s, they, they came out with uh, Oops All Berries. It was in the 90s. I remember this story. I'll, I got to jump in and ace you right now because, uh, again, you and those goddamn Crunch Berries. You know what I'm saying? And I love Crunch I love Captain Crunch and Crunch Berries. And even, I even like Peanut Butter Crunch, too, at the time. Peanut Butter anyway, good. Yeah. But I remember you would come over to our house, uh, you know, where my parents are still living at now. And... Well, mom and my stepdad, anyway. Um, and my brother, he had he had some crunch berries, and you were, you were over there in the morning for some reason. You t- you uh, grabbed a couple, a couple crunch berries out of his bowl, like thanks, <laughs> and just ate the berries. And then he was like, you know, there's a cereal called Oops All Berries. Have you tried that one? You were like, I think you about lost your shit, like in a heart attack. Like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was back when they first started that. Yeah, I actually saw some at the store the other day last week. I was like, man. <laughs> um, but man, because even when, when when I would have Crunch Berries, I would eat the Captain Crunch first. I'd suffer through it just just so I would have Captain Crunch. Just, Captain Crunch is so good. It cuts the roof of your mouth. It is a dangerous <laughs> cereal. Oh man! But I don't you think know, your ratio of milk to cereal was good enough, man. You seem like <laughs> stuff on cereal a lot but <laughs> but you know you you suffer through the captain crunch so then you just have this bowl of crunch berries and and you let it sit so then your milk would turn sort of a reddish purple and then you just <laughs> chow down man yep but then oops all berries came out and all bets were off and also they started coming in different colors too remember they used to just be red yeah and then it was red and purple and then I think I think Captain Crunch got kidnapped and you had to solve the puzzle and then, then they had blueberries for a minute <laughs> the blue and the green ones yeah 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 cause something ha- happened to the captain and you had to solve the mystery on the back of the box and then we had blue and purple berries um, but then one cereal that isn't technically a cereal isn't technically um, it's not official and I really don't think if you buy it they look right but you can you I, you can't get it in stores I know you can get it on Amazon but you can buy a straight up bag of just the Lucky Charms marshmallows Real what? Yeah, just the marshmallows by themselves. Which I think—I mean, I like the Lucky Charms marshmallows, but just a bowl of that, I think, is diabetes waiting to happen. Of course it is. And I don't think I want to eat the whole thing of just of just marshmallows anyway. Anyway, no. Like, the fun part is like when you mix it with the with, with the, the crunch. crunch. Yeah, even though the marshmallows are stale anyway. I was gonna say, yeah, that's the other thing about it. like the marshmallows. Like, <laughs> what do they do to those fucking marshmallows? Because marshmallows are hard. It's the it's the uh, freeze drying process that makes them like that. Yeah, here it is. Gotcha. They're not called Lucky Charms. It's Melody Hills 
farm cereal marshmallows. One oh. pound for ten ninety nine. Well, yeah, ten. Okay, do not spend ten dollars worth of marshmallows, people. Cereal or, marshmallows. Or Hoosier Hill Charms original cereal marshmallows. <laughs> a two. Hoosier. A two pound bag for twelve ninety nine. Hoosier Hill. Hoosier Hill. Or you can just go milk on that, or do you pour like Budweiser on it? You can just go for assorted dehydrated cereal marshmallow bits, three pound bulk bulk bag for eighteen ninety nine. Well, that answers my question when I ask, like, how do they come up with the marshmallows and cereal shapes? They just dunk their hand in like this big bucket of stuff and say, throw it out there on the table. So, okay, that, there's your cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Please got this uh, random marshmallow sitting around. Description: Cereal marshmallows are the best, but getting them typically requires sorting through a lot of healthy nonsense like toasted oats, grains, and fiber. Not anymore. These sweet and tasty little marshmallows are just like the ones you find in cereal, except they're already separated. Just open oh, the bag and pour some awesome onto your favorite cereal. You know what? I could have. U- yeah, I was gonna say you have to open the cereal. Now that makes sense because I could have used that. Whenever my mom or your mom would buy that god awful popped rice. Oh, that popped rice. Is so god, I hate that. <laughs> For people who don't know, man, it's like take a rice cake and put it through a put put it through a food processor with nothing else but that, and then and then bag that up and call it a cereal. That's what popped. Oh wait, popped no, rice. popped rice. No, I like popped rice. I, I, was, think, I was thinking oh, of uh, I was thinking the smacks again. But no, no I don't like snacks either. But yeah, it 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 was like it was like just rice that they like they they cooked until it was really big and fat and then dehydrated and it was just yeah, it was like it was like, like shredded rice cake. Yeah, it, no, it was good. I liked that. You put you some like sugar that? on top, no, of man. You put some no, sugar I need some, on top of it. That shit was I need good. Some, I need, nah, I'm gonna put some Hoosier Hill on top of that. With Hoosier Hill marshmallow <laughs> on top of that. Maybe <laughs> go back and into like. 1986 and tell myself, hey, take this. The only one see it. And then go back. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. But on the topic of uh, sweet, sweetened cereals, okay. Now, I said I don't like Rice Krispies, and I don't. Um, wasn't really a fan when, you know, when we had it, but we had to eat it because it was there. But the fucking... We were talking about ice cream cones and that being cracked. I don't see the reason why we don't remember ice cream cone cereal other than that commercial is because I mean you you said you had it before right I think I might have had it before but I don't remember liking it or ever having it again that's because he was out there but Ice Cream Jones's product was weak I'll tell you what product was not weak or really probably did sprinkle crack in it was the Rice Krispie Street cereal Oh shit! Dropping the mic right now. I mean, I have a headset. I can't drop my headset. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh, that Rice Krispies treat cereal. Oh, I think yeah. my mom bought it by accident one time, like when it first came out. Like we, because I don't think we were aware of it. I don't think they were advertising it yet. But she grabbed like a thing of Rice Krispies, but trumping Rice Krispies treats. And I'm like, oh, this is that's weird. Let's try. It. I can't wait to try that in the morning. We had that. We killed that fucking box last night. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't remember what she said to us, but then we'll go to get cereal again. Can we get trees? No. 
because you guys can eat them up like there's no tomorrow. Don't ever, I'm never buying that cereal again. <laughs> I think eventually she did buy it again, but was like monitoring that shit. Like, do not kill this box off. Do not eat more than you're supposed to. And so, uh, you know, but every time we did it, it always came with that disclaimer. Like, don't let me, don't let this box be gone tomorrow. I'm going to beat some butts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Rice Krispie Treats. They don't make that anymore, do they? I don't think I've seen it. No, I don't think so. It probably not because it's nothing but sugar and like mar- like dried dried like marshmallow like marshmallow cream that they make like fluffernutter sandwiches out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, people! If you missed that, I feel sorry for you because you can't even find it anymore. But it was badass. Yeah, that shit was good. Oh man, just thinking about it right now, like shots of Jay Mills, like same. The same concept. He was talking about some beer. I'm talking about this, this cereal. I think about that right, Chrissy Tree cereal. I just turned to the Homer Simpson like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah man. But that is all I got. I think I pretty much ran the gamut as far as what I remember. Yeah. I feel like if I start going through those lists, I'm gonna implant false memories and be like, Do I remember that? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, that's a. Uh... That's all I got. Oh, man. Well. So I guess that uh, closes the book on another episode of the Death Cakes Podcast. Yes, it closes the book on this uh, on this topic for now. But Glad it doesn't we, uh... close the case of Ice Cream Jones. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't close the case of Ice Cream Jones or whatever happened to those. You know, whatever. I wonder whatever happened those kids who uh who crave corn pop so much like where are they now oh I think one of them one of them was uh oh god he was on Breaking Bad um Ryan Paul is that his name Aaron Aaron Paul? Paul yeah he was in a pop commercial was he yeah oh shit yeah. yeah. That was like his first gig, I think. Wow. Okay, well, he was in a Pops commercial, and then one day you're going to be on one of the greatest TV series of all time, and then you're going to be in a movie that no one's going to see called Need for Speed. Doesn't he play a killer in a uh, in Pops commercial? Yes. Well, yes, that, but uh, in uh, Breaking Bad. Did he kill? Did he, did he kill somebody in there? He was I, a I've killer. Never... He was like, he was Walter's... Um, he was the one who, because Walter had the formula. He was the one, because like, okay, he knew how to cook it, and he was the one. He set him out there to go push it. Oh. Okay. I, I, I never watched Breaking Bad, so. I don't know. They would split the money, and then, but you know, of course, there was no get in and get out the drug game. So just get it. Got it deeper and deeper than that. I'm pretty sure he killed a couple of people at some point. I'm kind of blanking on the, the Jesse story arc, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, before we. <laughs> get distracted anymore of course you can find us uh, on the interwebs we are uh, Death Cakes Podcast on iTunes on Stitcher you can find us with any podcast catcher that you use yes. we are there uh, check out our sister show I Mini the Fool and our rap show Keepers of the Funk yes we can find us on Twitter at Death Cakes Pod. Yes. You can find us on Instagram at 
uh, no Jibba Jabba FM. Yes, you can sir. find us on Facebook, which uh, had a bit of a resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're at uh, facebook.com backslash no Jibba Jabba FM. Yep. Um, I'm on Twitter at jru78, but I never tweet. <laughs> and if you do, it's usually from the deck game. Yeah, nine times out of ten, if there is a tweet, it's me coming from uh, the Twitter account most of the time. Well, I don't, I don't even know if it's most of the time, to be honest. I can't remember the last time I cracked open the Twitter app <laughs> other than to retweet something you tweeted. But, well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, you're at Ilroxy. Yes, sir. And I guess that's it for now unless you got any more promos uh nope I think that's gonna do it for now um just stay tuned uh for next time we got <laughs> got some more shit coming down the pipe so yeah stay tuned for that and like I said let's do our sister shows yeah alright till next time folks see ya shit well, always after my lucky charms <laughs> yeah Apple Jackson shit like that. <laughs> Once upon a time at the honeycomb hideout, Sugar Bear and Mikey sat alone getting fried out. Lucky walked in with this nigga named Rice Grain, pulled out a knife and conjured up a dice game. Lucky looked at Mikey and he said with a smile, "Where's the silly rabbit? I ain't seen him in a while." Mikey turned to Lucky, shook his head to see him. Finally drinking with this bitch from Rocky Road named Cheerio. I'm tripping off this shit cause I ain't never seen a fight. I'm feeling kinda lyric cause I'm higher than a kite. This Bob has really got me on this other level. It's time to mark a murder. My victim's fruity pebbles. I'm killing any motherfucker jumping in my mix. I'm out to get your pebbles. Heard the bitches turning tricks. I'm packing up my shit. I'm longing for some red cock. Oops, ain't this a bitch? Face is on his way to bedrock. Shortly after getting there, I met him with the freak. Nearly cutting the bitch in half like some shredded mini wigs. I'm making my escape. Sneaking out the back. Fuck, I'm being spotted by this guy named Applejack. I put it on his ass so he couldn't come back to keep me. Like a hog, I guess he must have ate his Wheaties He used to kiss bitch with his pumpkin special cake I never had respect to get some more hugs anyway I'm on my way to Houston, played it safe, I rolled the ferry And ran across this motherfucking cop named Frankenberry He's staring at a nigga, had the looks as if he knows me He asked about the bear, I said, yeah, the bear's my homie The shit was kinda shady, I was nervous from the jump Arriving at the docks, he got the cuffs from Captain Crunch Arrested for a murder, so now I'm thinking shit I didn't know that Captain Crunch was cuckoo for this bitch My trial came up, and now I'm thinking shit This dried up situation needs a little bit of milk I had a half a gallon, and bang a nigga for it Reached and grabbed my spoon and made a motherfucking run for it I ate him up, and watched him die with Miller Mr. Scarface, a.k.a. the serial killer for a hunker, a slabber slice of junkin'. A hanker for a hunker, jeez. When you get up and go, has got up to it. Howdy, partner. Uh, yeah, pardon me, sir. I live next door. Uh, it is 3.30 in the morning. I-, I am very tired. Look, a wagon wheel. What the hell is your problem? I just smoked a whole bunch of crack. My name's Ice Cream Jones. 